Hello and welcome back to a Clear and Obvious podcast. As always, I'm your host, Archie Corbett, and I'm joined by the wonderful Sam Cole. Sam, how are you today? I'm good, thank you, Archie. Yeah, just enjoying the terrible weather. How about you? Yeah, no, mate, it's, it's, it's a welcome break, I think. It's been too hot recently, so I was hoping there'd be a massive English downpour, and lo and behold, there has been. Um, but let's, let's, I mean, let's, we're, we're, we're going to dive straight into it. We are doing a Premier League uh, review. We've done Bundesliga, we've done Syria, and None of our followers really have the, uh, the, the diverse opinions on those two leagues. The Premier League, however, I think is going to annoy quite a few people. Um, so if you're out there and you don't agree with our grades, cry. Let it out. It's fine. But, uh, you know, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell us why we're not good. Give us a comment on YouTube. All right. Just talk to us, please. Um, so, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll as, as per usual, we'll go through all 20 teams uh, alphabetical order and we will give them a grade like they're in school. Um, so let's kick things off uh, with the relegated and because they're now relegated, Arsenal will start at the top of the league next season, which makes me very happy. Uh, AFC Bournemouth, uh, they finished the league in 18th, getting relegated. Uh, I've given them a D minus. Um, I think I, we've done with relegated teams. We can't really give them more than a D because obviously well, they've gone down. Um, but I mean, a D minus is fair. I mean, I thought they should have stayed up. They were very unlucky to go down, but it seems to have been coming for a little while because the team of Bournemouth signs should, should never have been in the Premier League anyway. Um, can I see them bouncing back? Probably not. Um, but I mean, they've they've sold they've sold Ake. They'll sell another couple of players like maybe Brooks and Wilson. Get a bit of money in and build again. Uh, they sacked Howe. Well, Howe's left. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they next season. But they got relegated. It seemed like we were predicting them to get relegated every every season. To be honest, as a fan of football, I always thought they'd get relegated just because they're a small little tin pot club. Um, but yeah, I mean, what it what. <laughs> Honestly, if you're a Bournemouth fan, I'm really sorry, but I doubt you are. Um, right, Sam, what, what, what grade do you get to give them? Oh my goodness, this has been, it's been one team and you've already called a club a tin pot club. Go straight oh, in. Uh, I've, I've also given Bournemouth a, a D minus. Eddie Howe in charge for the majority of the, se- or for the whole season. Uh, unfortunately, the fairy tale is over. Um, they've just had a terrible season, to be honest. The loss of David Brooks, their injury, uh, really, really cost them as he was their main create or their only creative threat, really, in their team. Unfortunately, the other key players didn't really step up in his absence. And yeah, um, unfortunately, um, Eddie Howe was the reason for their rise, but then his he was also the reason for their fall with his lack of. Lack of tran- his transfers were just very poor. He brought in the wrong players. A lot of them flopped. And yeah, unfortunately, I still think they should probably build a statue outside the ground of him. But he was the reason for their demise. Yeah, and it's a shame, really, because I really like Bournemouth. They're, I've just called them Tin Pot. I'm aware of that. Um, but they're, they're a nice team. They're like a team you can't really hate. Um, and it's sad to see them go, you know, because if you're a fan that goes to away days, they're on the beach. That's nice. Uh, but no, player-wise, I was pretty underwhelmed by Callum Wilson this season. They, they've rejected bids in the region of 30 to £40 million for him before. And in hindsight, I'd have accepted that. Um, Josh King's OK, turns up every now and then, but he's way too inconsistent to rely on for goals. Uh, Lerma's come in and just basically tried to attack everyone. Um, he's, he's one of the most aggressive players I've ever seen play football, which, which sometimes works for them. It gives them some sort of edge, but it didn't because they went down. Uh, quite like Jack Stacey, actually. That was a, he was a decent signing, but yeah. Other than that, they 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 deserve to go down the other day. Um, I mean, we could argue Villa did, but 
table doesn't lie. Uh, but let's let's move let's move on for Bournemouth. We've both given them a D minus. Um, on to the almighty Arsenal. Uh, we finished eighth. Um, <clears throat> I've given us a C, right? Which on the face of it, it's Arsenal and we've come eighth. Uh, it, it, it's been a poor season, but we've endured half a season of Unai Emery ball. So you've basically got to completely void that part of the season, in my opinion. Um, and if you, you look at the second half of the season under Arteta, I know, I know, I've got, I know a lot of Arsenal fans are... Uh, are pretty, are pretty getting a bit ahead of themselves over Arteta. I would put myself firmly in that category because I think he's basically the second coming of Christ. Um, he's amazing, and I, I, I no, to be on a serious level, um, we've broken our transfer record to bring in Pepe. He hasn't had an instant impact, although I think he gets undeserved hate. Um, we finished eighth for sure, but we've won the FA Cup, and yeah, I know you were getting a little bit annoyed about this because it's, oh, it's a league review. No, it's a season review, and that incorporates every competition that we were in. So, league-wise, it's been our worst season for 25 years, and we've still won a major trophy. So, I look at that as not necessarily a successful season, but a season that a lot of other football fans would be very jealous of. So, you've got to realise that we're in a position of privilege with that. But I think uh, Aubameyang was amazing. I mean, I, I just love the man, and he's about to sign a new contract. I, yeah, that is, it's happening, isn't it? So, I, if we, we hopefully we'll bring this Gabriel guy. Uh, Saliba might be able to come in. Our problems are still defensively, obviously. But um, I think we're at the point now where we're basically just stocking up on centre halves and hoping we can find a combination that works. Um, so, if we do that, then we should be okay. But yeah, I've given us a C. Uh, might seem a bit generous. What do you think, Sam? I've given you a D. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think your view to avoid the whole, whole spell under Emery is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can do that, mate. Uh, but yeah, you've, I'd love you've to. pretty much. <laughs> oh, I understand that. Uh, you've pretty much had three managers this season. Emery Lundberg was in charge for quite what like about a month. Yeah, he was in charge. Was in charge I think it was for three games in the end, but it was still yeah. basically Emery. But it was disgusting to watch. Yeah, no, that was a really good spell. And then uh, Mikel Arteta obviously coming in, and to be honest, it was awful under the first two managers. Very poor. And then kind of Ortez came in, studied the ship, and I think, too fair, he's done a great job, um, as much as it pains me to say it. Um, <laughs> uh, but you, at the end of the day, you didn't finish in a European, automatic European spot. Well done, you won the FA Cup. You pretty much owned that competition anyway. <laughs> doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, Aubameyang, um, yeah, form just, he is the best striker in the Premier League. Someone tell me someone better. There's no one. I know you play him out wide, and this year in fantasy football, he's he's described as a midfielder. But he, he, he he's a striker. He's the best in the league. And on the flip side to that, David Luiz breaking the record for the most penalties away, penalties given away in the season. What a record-breaking team! <laughs> but yeah, in, in defence of David Luiz, right? And I, uh, he doesn't do an awful lot of it. But in defence of David Luiz, right? Under Arteta, in a back three, he looks like a semi-competent centre-half, which is more than can be said for any other time of the season because he just he looks wifey on the four at the back. Uh, but yeah, Aubameyang, I mean, his back definitely hurts. We've spoken about players that have got some spinal issues on this podcast before, but Aubameyang's <laughs> certainly up there. Needs to see a paediatrician because that man is on it. Is it pe- no, chiropractor, that's it. Chiropract. Um, but yeah, anyway, let's stop talking about chiropract. Uh, I've given us a C. You've given us a D. Let's move on. Um, um, let's go on to Aston Villa. Uh, they, they, some, they avoided relegation basically just because Hawkeye wasn't turned on. Like that's, you look back at it, that was, that's pretty much the reason why. Um, they came 17th, uh, relegated poor little Bournemouth. Uh, I've given them a C+. 
just because they did survive, and I was pretty convinced they'd get relegated, they did spend a lot of money and wasted a lot of money. They basically did what Fulham did when they came up, but weren't as lucky to stay up. Um, and Villa are far less likable, to be fair. I'm not just saying that because you're a Fulham fan. Here. No one hates Fulham. But um, this is about Villa, and uh, Greenish was unbelievable. Like, uh, he, I don't, it'll be interesting to see if he does leave, which I don't think he will now he stayed up, but if he were to leave, how he'd do in a bigger team. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, they, they, yeah, they were kept up by Hawkeye. They were very lucky to stay up, and I think they will be going down next year. Um, I'm, I'm not convinced by them at all. But I see plus because they stayed up. Enjoy it while you're here. But, uh, yeah, see you later, lads. Um, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think, Sam? Uh, yeah, fair play. I've given, I've given Villa a C. I think uh, spending all that money um, to stay up is the least like you'd expect. So I feel like a C is just a, a good level. But yeah, Dean Smith in charge here, I'm not going to lie. I'm not convinced by it all. And I think championship is very much a ceiling. But fair play, Grealish kept him in a job. Um, <laughs> they were in the relegation zone most of the season. Um too, nah, too fair to him. Tactically, he did get it pretty right after the break. He did he did definitely improve. Uh, but yeah, Grealish instrumental, uh, eight goals, six assists, very decent. Um, they're kind of lucky that A, Hawkeye wasn't turned on, and B, Watford are an absolute mess. But I'm, I'm, I'm very happy for my dad. And unlike you, I think they have a better chance of staying up next season than they did this season. Interesting, interesting. I don't know. I mean, yeah, as you said, I'm not really convinced by Dean Smith. Uh, also, I dislike this Villa team because it's maybe a complete U-turn on thinking Tyrone Mings is a decent centre-half. Uh, this Watching this Villa team try and defend has exposed him for not being very good at football. This, um, this is amazing. The, at, the, at the beginning of the season, Archie at university all the time just going, I tell you what, this ty- I don't understand this Tyrone Mings slander. He's such a good player. I want him at Arsenal. I- he deserves to be in that England squad <laughs> by the end of the season. Archie is like, I want him nowhere near this Arsenal team. <laughs> How has he got in the England squad? <laughs> Honestly, I-, I thought, you know what, I'll give him the back in. He looks okay against Bulgaria. Uh, but then I remember that was Bulgaria. Um, but no, he's, he's a fraud um, and he should be playing Premier League football. Um, but I think, no, I mean, uh, to be fair, they, they, Jack Greenish carried them. I quite like Trezeguet, actually. He's decent. Douglas Louise looks to have some decent potential. So they've got some good players. It's just building around Grealish and kicking on to potentially, not top half, because we're not going to get ahead of ourselves here, but staying up more comfortably. Um, but let's move on. Obviously, Villa, big clubs. So they, yeah, they should be staying up. Um, let's move on to Brighton. Um, now, this will divide two particular opinions watching this podcast. Um, so uh, they, they came 15th. And um, I won't lie, they they had us, they had they had Arsenal in their pocket all season. So fair enough, you know what? You, you take take the small victories, lads. Um, B minus, I'm going to give Brighton. Fifteenth, I mean, I like I like Graham Potter a lot. I think he's a very good manager. Uh, Dunk is, uh, I don't, I don't want to say it because he's, he's England's best centre half. Yes, he probably is. If I'm honest, all right, he probably yeah. is England's best centre half. Okay, there you go. James Welch and oh, no, you know what? Just have have your glory, all right. If you keep hold of Lewis Dunk when you're staying up, if you don't and you don't replace him well, then there's a chance you're going down next season. Um, no, overall, Basuma's pretty good. I quite like him. Um, he's he's a pretty good holding midfielder. He, I, I, mean, I don't think Mopo Mopo's coming. He scored was it nine goals he got this season? Was it ten? I don't know. Yeah, it was, yeah, he's got he's got a few goals, uh, and their the issue was that they needed a proper striker. He's come in and he's been okay. Um, but yeah, overall, I think I think it's, I think a uh, I think a B minus is fair enough because right, I think they're a heavily underrated club, Brian. There you go, I've said it. That is that's all, they're a heavily underrated club. They've got a very good keeper, very good centre half, 
couple of decent players other than that, and that's pretty much it. So, yeah, what are you going to say, Sam? It, it pains Archie so much to give Brighton credit just because of James. It's hilarious. But, yeah, I've, I've, given, I've given Brighton a B. Um, 15th of Ruby on their 17th last season. Um, I'm, I'm, the objective for Brighton this season was they brought in Graham Potter. Um, he has a completely different style of play for Chris Hutton. So pretty much just stay up with this style of play and it's been a good season. And it wasn't even close in the end. So fair fair play to them. I think Graham Potter's done a brilliant job. Um, they're much, much more comfortable in the league last season. It didn't require them a late um, a late staying up. Um, great youth prospects in their team. You've got Lamptey, Connolly, Alzate, all introduced this season. Um, they have they have the centre back depth of a top six side. <laughs> Their centre backs are a joke, and yeah, no, I think Brighton have had a brilliant season. To be fair, a great first season for um, Potter, and could make a top off push next season if they keep dunking. Even if they don't, Ben White and yeah. Webster are still no. very good centre backs. Um, I'm just reflecting on what I said, and I don't think they're in trouble if Dunk leaves. Because A, they're going to get loads of money for him, and B, Webster, as you say, very underrated centre-half. I like him a lot. And they've got Ben White coming in. Sorry, Leeds fans, don't cry. Um, but no, I, I mean, they've also they've also got one of the best youth setups in the country, if I'm honest. Because it, in terms of no clubs really being anywhere near them, they, they're able to basically select from local areas and basically take the best prospects. So they've got a brilliant youth system, they've got a great manager, and they're a club on the up. Um, so yeah, B-. minus. Uh, let's 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 move on to Burnley. Pain. Pain. <laughs> like I do like Brighton. I just also quite like watching James Welch rant on Twitter. So when they're doing well, there's less ranting. Uh, but let's let's move on. That's that's personal. Uh, let's move on to Burnley. Uh, they finished tenth. I've given them a B plus. And oh, Sean Dyche. He's the job he's done at Burnley is unbelievable. Um, they they're such a they're such a team unit of a club. Um, I really like Chris Wood. He got fourteen goals. Brilliant player. Uh, Pope's been outstanding this season. Uh, their centre halves are just steady and very good centre halves. Tarkovsky and Ben Mee. So overall, I, I like Burnley. Dwight McNeil's their only player with any sort of pace up at all. He's not even that quick. Uh, but yeah, no. Defensively, they are one of the most solid teams in the league. And going forwards, they've they've certainly capitalised on their opportunities. And a top half finish for Burnley is it, it's 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 impressive. It's very impressive. So yeah, B plus for Burnley. Sean Dyche has done a quality job. What are you thinking? I'll give them an A minus. Um, yeah, Sean Dyche, what a manager! Um, he should have been nominated for manager of the season. To be honest, that's how big an achievement this is. I'd have even put him third in the manager of the season. Um, I think that's how good a season he's had. But um, yeah, very. Sh- he sets his team up so well. Um, they all play for the manager. They're players that aren't even of the highest quality, but they just works. It's a hard working team. They're, despite it not being nice on the eye, their work ethic is good, easy to get behind. Uh, Chris Woods has actually been a good signing since he's come in uh, with 14 goals this season, which is quite impressive for Burnley. And um, yeah, Tarkowski and me are probably England's second and third best centre-backs. <laughs> None of the good England centre-backs play for top teams, which is quite funny. But yeah, uh, Burnley, brilliant season. Deitch is amazing, A-. minus. All right, I'm just going to gloss over that that take about England centre halves because that is going to annoy a lot of people. Um, so let's not delve too far into that. Although Joe Gomez is, is probably crying. Um, yeah, B, B plus for Burnley. Uh, you've given them an A minus. Brilliant season. Um, let's move on to Chelsea. Um, they've they've come fourth, and 
I've given them. Oh, I'm going to give them an A minus. It wasn't actually an A, but I'm going to give them an A minus because cup competitions wise, they've not done brilliantly. That's what I'm just going to say. Like, you know, what the FA Cup realistically? They're only playing us. Um, and no, they. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's harsh. Um, this season, Frank Lampard's come in and he's he's bought through the youth. He's done something that Chelsea have threatened to do for a while because their youth system is just so stacked with players that they normally just throw out on loan. Um, but overall, he's he's the only manager that's come in recent times and bought more youth players through. He's given Tammy a chance up top, who I think he's given some he's given some unfair slack. He's not an amazing striker, but his goal scoring record this season is actually pretty good. Um, but I mean, they're they're bringing in Werner, so who cares? Um, oh, and yeah, <laughs> see you later. Yeah, that, that, the whole idea of bringing through youth prospects just goes out the window when you can spend sixty million on another striker. <laughs> Let's bring through German youth prospects instead. Yeah, uh, that sort of thing seems to be the way. <laughs> I like Mason Mount. I think he's a little bit overrated. Um, and I think Ziyech could be much improved on him. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I don't think Tomori was given enough of a chance in their team. Defensively, they've definitely got some problems. In goal, they've really got some problems. <laughs> going forwards, they're fine. Um, but yeah, they're going to be a fun team to watch next year because they're just going to be outscoring teams and conceding an absolute ton of goals. So yeah, Lampard's first season, A-, minus, got top four, got them Champions League, so fair play, Chelsea. Yeah, I'll be on Chelsea B plus. Uh, they've had a they've had a decent season to be fair. Uh, Frank Lampard's first season in charge at Chelsea, uh, fair play to him getting him fourth, getting Champions League football. That's more than a lot of fans expected to be fair because uh, they couldn't sign players use the transfer ban. Um, yeah, Tammy Abraham, Mason Mount, and Tamori getting a go uh, was nice uh, to see some young players actually come through, even though they're still threw good young players out for cheap fees like Pasolat. Um, but yeah, um, I think their achievements this season are slightly overrated, but I still think he's done a good job. Um, he still doesn't know his best centre-back pairing, um, which is quite frustrating to watch when he literally rotates centre-backs. It's like a little lottery. Who's going to play this week? You literally never know. He never keeps the same centre-back pairing. And I reckon he probably would know his best centre-back pairing if he just stuck with one for a while and just given them a chance. But yeah, it's... Uh, it's just bingo, isn't it? Just which one's going to play this week? Just have a guess. Uh, yeah, which kind of frustrates me a bit, as you can tell. And um, he needs to appoint a set-piece coach because <laughs> whenever Lampard's at a club, they just can't defend set-pieces. Um, Derby, though, had the worst at conceding set-pieces in the league and Chelsea worst at conceding from set-pieces in the league. It's not just a coincidence. But yeah, other than that, good season for Chelsea B+. Yeah, I feel like we've been a little bit negative on them. Uh, no, to be fair, we've given them decent grades, but Kovkic was brilliant all season. I don't think he gets the, the credit he should do. He's a brilliant player. Rhys James has come through. I mean, admittedly, I liked him more at CDM for Wigan, and he's now playing like a right wing back, and he can't really defend that well, to be honest, as a right wing back. But um, other than that, no, their youth prospects are brilliant. Uh, but yeah, no, Chelsea, uh, A minus for me. Um, let's move on to Crystal Palace. Uh, they finished the season 14th, and I'm giving them a C, right? Are um, you? He played well. I like Jordan. Are you? Uh, nine goals for him. Uh, I, I love the goalkeeper Gator, uh, and, and just just a decent season. You know, Hodgson's got them playing some okay football at times. They can surprise the big teams. Uh, okay, that's what I said. Okay, um, yeah, some 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 okay football at times. Uh, a frustrating team to watch because sometimes mm-hmm. in games where they should be winning, they just don't turn up. But they can they can trouble the big teams at Sellers Park with that atmosphere. Of course, no atmosphere at the minute. But um, yeah, overall, uh, a C for Palace. They're still in the league. Uh, well done them. Yeah, <laughs> world on them. I've given a Palace a C plus. Uh, Royalton in charge avoided relegation comfortably again this season, which I'm not going to lie under their ownership is all they can really achieve. 
Um, they lacked goals um, due to Wilfred Zaha just being quite terrible, to be honest, for this season. Uh, they're the player that normally carries them in the air. Intercepts Jordan Ayew, who um, with his nine goals actually had a good season. Uh, though, true fair, Gary Cahill, one of the signings of the season, I think he's an un- uh, unbelievable season. He has almost single-handedly kept him in the lead league with his organisation at the back. He's, he's Everyone thought that was done after he left Chelsea, but he's proved he's still a set, uh, Premier League centre-half. We'll see how many years he has left. But uh, yeah, brilliant season from him. And um, stop the Hodgson slander, Palace fans. Uh, there, are, there are so many people saying Hodgson should be sacked. And I'm, I'm just going to be blunt right now. Right now, you'd be championship without him. Your squad isn't good enough for the Premier League, to be quite blunt. Um especially with Zaha not playing well, you should have got relegated. Um, the lack of investment from the chairman and the lack of ambition from the chairman is why you're not getting up the league. Hodgson is a great manager and he's you're lucky you have him. So when he leaves and you get relegated because you've been abusing them, you, you oh, just be like an Arsenal fan, regretting that they ever lost Wenger, lost, lost the best person you ever had. But yeah. Uh, C plus, sorry for that rant. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, no, uh, I think this is Palace's ceiling, if I'm perfectly honest with their current ownership. Um, and the, some of the signings they've made have just been dreadful. Um, Zaha, as you say, is just he's fallen off a cliff this season. They should have cashed in on him when they could. Um, but yeah, overall, they're, they're sort of lower mid-table. It's, yeah, it's sort of what you expect from Palace at this point. Uh, let's move on to a team that you shouldn't really be expecting to be in the lower half of the table, Everton. Uh, they they finished twelfth, and I've given I've given them a D minus. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, li- I like Ancelotti coming in. It, coming in mid season hasn't done him any favors at all. He hasn't been able to properly put his style on the team and make the transfers that he wants to, which I'm sure they will because Everton just throw money at players that aren't good enough. Um, so they'll do they'll do what they always do. Uh, but honestly, this Everton team should be better than it is right now. They should be playing better. Um, Sigurdsson is oh, am I going to say it? yeah one of the most overrated players in the league. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really not a Sigurdsson fan. Calvert-Lewin's come through the season. Fair play to him. He's done brilliantly. He's looked a lot better under Ancelotti. Uh, Pickford is still making a load of errors, uh, which is a bit of a problem. Your centre-half pairing's all over the place. Uh, I, like, I like Yerry Mina. Uh, I very much dislike Michael Keane. So, it's, yeah, they, it's, it's a team that has a lot of potential to move up and potentially change for Europe, especially under Ancelotti. Um, but they're, they're, I don't think they will next season unless he's able to make the transfers he wants. So, I mean, the links with Alan Dekure. He, he need he needs some central midfielders he can rely on. Andre Gomez is okay, but he, he's, he just he doesn't. He's one of the most boring players I've watched. He's the most sideways player. Um, but other than that, yeah, a decent season. Other than you came twelfth, so not that decent. D minus. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, I've given Everton a D minus as well. To be fair, uh, Marco Silva sat um, after not doing. Doing, doing very well. A replaced with Ancelotti with a bit of bit of Duncan Ferguson in between. A little bit of Duncan Ferguson, which was a fun time. I'm pretty sure Everton actually had their best form under Duncan Ferguson. What a guy. Uh, though he probably scared those players into playing well. Uh, but yeah, spent around £100 million in transfers. I'm pretty sure all of them flopped. Um, or the majority of them flopped. Uh, they didn't even get top 10, uh, which is pretty embarrassing. Um... Pickford was atrocious, uh, the worst goalkeeper in the league, bar Kepper, maybe Angus Gunn. Um, <clears throat> in, but then there's a few positives. Uh, there's the um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison were a good partnership up front. Uh, 13 goals each, um, played well together. 
And then Theo Walcott got a lot of last-minute <laughs> goals, which I never thought I'd be saying, uh, saving Everton. But yeah, and on the whole, a very poor season for Everton. And yeah, next year's, the, <laughs> next year's their year as all their fans are. But yeah, yeah. Deep Hopefully under Ancelotti as well, they can kind of nurture Moise Keane into the team because it sort of seemed like he might have been slightly coming into the team, hit a decent patch of form. Duncan Ferguson came in and basically just bullied him for a few weeks and now his, <laughs> his confidence is through the floor. Uh, but he's, he's a talented player and just, just nurture him through it, you know, because he's a young player. Uh, but yeah, Everton 12th, not good enough. Um, let's move on to Leicester, who finished fifth. And uh, I'm going to give him a B for that, for that effort. Uh, Jamie Vardy, top scorer in the league. I still don't get how that man scores goals at a Premier League level. It's unbelievable, honestly. That, a man with that physique, which just drinks Red Bull all the time. I mean, he's a nut job, <laughs> but I absolutely love him. Uh, that whole that whole Leicester team I really like. Um, yeah, uh, Harvey Barnes has an under, has had an underrated season. I think I think Brendan Rodgers has done a good job with them. Uh, bringing Sienchu in as a replacement for Harry Maguire was good business, very good business, I'd say. Uh, Schmeichel's still one of the best goalkeepers in the league, and their form prior to lockdown suggests that they should have been Champions League, potentially even third. Um, came fifth in the end, which is disappointing because their post-lockdown form was utterly atrocious. Um, uh, Tielemans wasn't playing well Madison went missing it was like they were all still in lockdown it was it was poor really um, Chilwell if you can cash in on him do that now because next season I think he's going to fall off if I'm honest uh, I, I like him as a full back but I think he's heavily overrated and especially the price tags that we've been put on him but overall for a club like Leicester they've rebuilt from their title winning year they've invested well um, and I, I like him a lot and they, they deserve a beat should have been in Champions League but they're not they're still in European football for, which for Leicester is just sick so yeah yeah, I've given them a B plus, to be fair. <laughs> if they'd have got European football, I'd have given them the A's. But yeah, they kind of bottled that. But yeah, Brendan Rodgers is in charge. I think he's a good manager, to be honest with these. Uh, very solid. Um, and win the Champions League places for the majority of the season, which is brilliant for Leicester. Um, but then the the break happened, um, and that kind of completely ruined them. They uh, actually crumbled. Um, they picked up so many injuries, and just their good players weren't performing. Uh, which kind of cost them in the end, but it's still a massive achievement to get a Europa League place. Um, the achievement of Jamie Vardy to get golden boot at 33 years old is mental. Where mind he used to play non-league, and um, yeah, I Harvey Barnes, brilliant player, <clears throat> six goals, eight assists in his first full season in the Premier League. Brilliant, uh, really, really big fan of him, and he should definitely be in consideration for England. And should probably be in there over Hudson O'Doy at the moment, in my opinion. Yeah, no, that's a fair assessment of things. It's just a, it's a bit annoying that England's best striker has retired from international football because um, we, we would be a lot, we would be a lot better off with him. Um, oh, of course, yeah, Danny Ings. How could I forget? Uh, and Danny Welbeck actually in the um, two, two Dannys. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, Leicester, brilliant season, uh, B and B plus respectively. Uh, Let's move on to the team that won the league, Liverpool. Uh, A plus, uh, your first title in thirty years. It's your um, your only Premier League title. Uh, obviously dominant in the seventies and eighties, but since they just haven't been able to build up to a Premier League title, and finally they've done it. It, se- it seemed like it was a long time coming, to be honest. They they finally done it. Klopp's got them playing unbelievable football. Um, they bottled Europe. We'll ignore that because they won the Champions League the year before. But in the season, they were they were so dominant. And unless you play Watford at home, no, they were they were all jokes aside. <laughs> all jokes aside, <laughs> Liverpool were brilliant this season. Completely deserved. Walk walk to the league in reality. City put up zero fight. Yeah. 
Um, and no, they, they've just got an unbelievable team. Their system works perfectly at the minute. And if they bought in Thiago Alcantara, then we might as well just engrave their name onto the uh, Premier League trophy for next season as well. Um, because that would just be utterly disgusting. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, their fullbacks are just unreal. 25 assists combined with your fullbacks. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. Um, uh, they're, they're two of the best players. Uh, their front three was firing as well. Salah didn't even have to have his best season for them to win the league. I mean, yeah, over, overall, they've just had an unbelievable season. Klopp has just taken them to the top. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go from here. Uh, do, do they bring in a big name striker or do they stick with Firmino, the uh, the the false, the false nine, brilliant, brilliant striker? Um, so, no, no, yeah, he gets a hard rep, and his role in the Liverpool team can't be um, undermined in any way. Uh, but this season, he he was pretty poor, I won't lie. Uh, but either way, they were able to win the league and absolutely walk it. So if he was playing well, they'd have walked even more and got over 100 points. But you're not one of historically the best Premier League winning teams of all time. Um, but you won the league, so well done. It means no more than I don't know, like Blackburn winning it. All right, uh, but yeah, A plus. <laughs> what a ramble! That, that was, was a terrible. real ramble. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I've given Liverpool an A. Um, Jürgen Klopp has just turned Liverpool around, and um, yeah, this season they just kind of won the league without much competition. I don't even think they played as good football as they did last season, but they just had more. They could just grind out games better. Um, which were and yeah, fair play to them too. Honest, a lot of players. You said Mo Salah didn't have his best season. Nineteen goals and ten assists. Still ridiculously <laughs> not, good. Yeah, not his best season. Ridiculous. Mane with eighteen goals and seven assists as well. Um, yeah, their players just uh, put in ridiculous numbers. Trent definitely deserved the on player of the year. Uh, four goals, thirteen assists, um, and improved a bit defensively. To be fair. Uh, and um, I thought Virgil van Dijk had his best season. The the media hype had died down, and um, he he probably deserves more credit than he got last season. I think he's he's been he's improved the back line um, significantly since he's come in. But I think he's been even better this season. Yeah, a for me, Liverpool. Yeah, no, they 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 walked the league. They were unbelievable. Um, and yeah, no, I, I, I take the mick about it not being a historic Premier League title just because they're truly Liverpool fans. Uh, but you, you've had a brilliant season, deserve to win the league, and it'll be interesting to see if City put up any sort of a fight next year. Uh, moving on to the aforementioned Manchester City. Uh, they came second, uh, comfortably second. I've given them a B-, minus, right? Because we can't understate how much of an achievement it is to come second. The Premier League, they won the Carabao Cup, what they do. Uh, but overall, they, they didn't do as well in Europe as they should have done. Um, but no, I, I, the money that they've invested in the league this season, they should have been challenging. They, they slipped defensively. I mean, they're woeful. They really are. They're, on their day, they can beat any team in the league. But there are so many points in the season where they were just way too inconsistent to put any sort of a run together to even challenge Liverpool. Uh, next season, they really should be changing Liverpool. Obviously, bringing in Ake won't change masses, but it will certainly change something. They should be a bit defensively more sturdy. Um, and hopefully, Guardiola will stop spending £60 million on full-backs that he just forgets about halfway through the season. Um, and that would be brilliant. But yeah, overall, uh, De Bruyne is the best player in the league, arguably best player in the world at the minute. He's unbelievable. Um, and Sterling, despite his miss against Lyon, has improved significantly this season. His finishing, because it sounds weird to talk about his finishing as being really good, but overall this season, his, his finishing has improved massively. Uh, but of course, he did miss that sitter against Lyon. Uh, but overall, yeah, no, it, without Aguero, there are con- some concerns. I think Gabriel Jesus is horribly overrated. Um, but overall, I, I think, I think a, a, a B- is fair, because he only came second in the Premier League. 
Yeah, I've, I've also given Man City a B minus. Um, yeah, Pep Guardiola and his side just weren't as good as last season. They never really challenged for the league. But at the same time, we're just very comfortable in second. They just kind of stayed like that the whole season. Um, their squad should be doing better. I, I would say they probably have a better squad by their defence of, uh, of Liverpool. Um, but KDB, Kevin De Bruyne... What a season! Thirteen goals, twenty assists. He should have been player of the season. I and I don't get me wrong. I think Henderson's had a great season and fair play to him. But I think De Bruyne should have been player of the season, in my opinion. And um, David Silva's last season at City, end of an era. And I'm going to say this: one of the best Premier League players. Is is he should be remembered as one of the one of the greats? If I'm if I'm being honest, I think he's second in the assist charts um, of all time. Which is ridiculous, and um, but yeah, a proper good player should be remembered. But yeah, uh, I've just got in capital letters. Fernandinho is not a centre back, <laughs> so um, yeah, B minus for City. But stop playing Fernandinho at centre back is painful. <laughs> yeah, the key is um, they haven't replaced company. That's that's the key for me. They still haven't replaced him properly. Once they do, they'll go back to properly change Liverpool. But until that happens, I don't think they will. Edison um, is overrated. That's, an, that's another oh, little thing. No, no he, you were no, doing he, so well. <laughs> you were doing so well. Oh, that's so sad. That's so sad. You were doing really well. He's not. He's not overrated he, at all. He is. Why is he overrated? Why? Because he's not that great. He he's a decent. He, don't get me wrong. With his feet, he's one of the best in the league. Yeah. But like shot stopping wise, he's quite overrated, and he makes quite a few defenses. Against Leon, he did. Don't get me wrong, but I think that's tarnishing his reputation. This season, he was brilliant. Kept the most clean sheets with that defence in front of him is literally unbelievable. How do you keep the most clean sheets in the league with that absolute car crash of a defence in front of you? I yeah, think I go on. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that for the majority of the season. I don't think Nick Pope's been that great, and he's had. A, I understand his defences. He's had a brilliant defence. Yeah. Yeah. True. But I don't know. But Man City at the same time have like <laughs> just keep the ball. They never really give it away. So yeah. the, they don't have they don't get attacked as many other teams. So that's the reason for his clean sheets. But I think he's slightly overrated, and we should move on because of time. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, of course. Uh, no, that that's another another chat for another day. Uh, but he's top two Premier League goalkeepers. Um, anyway, uh, let's go on to uh, Newcastle. Uh, finish the season in thirteenth, and I'm going to give him a B minus. Right, this club has been through it all. And United. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, people, people are going to hear about Man United, aren't they? Right, oh, I forgot about them. Fair enough. <laughs> Not like they're probably the biggest club in the country. Uh, Man United, um, they, they finished third. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, OK. Man United finished third. Uh, I'll give them a B. Uh, under Solskjaer to finish third is unbelievable. Um, Fernandes has come in and he's got a load of hype and deservedly so. Well, people will say he's overrated because of the way his assists and goals have come. But he has come in and that entire amount, the entire mentality of that team has changed. Uh, Martial and Greenwood have Greenwood's had a breakthrough season. He's been awesome. Rashford, I love Rashford. I think he's great. They're, they're, they're going forwards. They're brilliant. Um, it's just the fridge at the back that's the problem. I'm really not a big fan of Harry Maguire at all. Um, he's, <laughs> he's really great. <laughs> <laughs> he's no, I'm I'm not a massive Harry Maguire fan. Uh, for England, he's very good in a similar way to Pickford, uh, but I don't think at club level he's quite stepped up into those. He's stepped into those shoes at Man United that he should have done. Um, I've, I've, you know, I've I've aired my thoughts on Wan-Bissaka before. He's had a decent season, but overall he's ah, it's not great. Um, 
But yeah, they need to sort of the goalkeeper situation as well. They've got De Gea and then obviously they've got Henderson coming back. What are they are going to do with that? If I'm them, I start Henderson uh, and sell De Gea, cash in on him. But overall, I mean, to finish third, um, considering the car crashes, car crashes of seasons they've had previously, they've, there's been no consistency at that club. They've, they've done well. So third, uh, a B. Yeah, I've, I've given them a B plus. Um, Solskjaer in charge, he being Archie, huge fans of. Um, yeah, they got um, <laughs> they got um, Champions League football, which is a, and they and they came third, um, which is a huge achievement. Bear in mind they where they were maybe a few years ago. They're playing some good football. Um, Bruno Fernandez, you know, when you I looked at their team in January, I just thought oh, they just need a penalty taken. And um, <laughs> Bruno Fernandes has came in. He's just filled that void. No, I'm, jo- I'm joking. Bruno Fernandes has done phenomenally um, since he's come in. Eight goals, seven assists in 14 games. Even with penalties is a ridiculous number. But yeah, he, he's been amazing. And he's, he's definitely propelled them to third. I reckon he has single-handedly brought them from Europa League to Champions League football. Uh, but yeah, Rashford and Martial, both getting 17 each, shouldn't be. Um, <laughs> oh, I think they've been quite underrated this season. Um, and yeah, Maguire. Um, I I think he has improved them, but that's just how bad their defence was before. Yeah. I think that he's he's improved them slightly, but he's nowhere near worth eighty million. I don't and, think. Yeah, uh, that is a bit of a, yeah. I don't even think he's anywhere near as good as Lindelof is, if I'm honest. Um, yeah. You're not wrong. Um, yeah, <laughs> Lindelof's yeah. actually brilliant. He's a very underrated centre half. I really like him. He's actually coming. To, it took him a couple of seasons, but he's coming now. And he's actually. He's, he, I think he's very good, to be honest. Yeah. Um, fair play. I, I, you're not wrong. Uh, Lindelof has been their best centre back, but Maguire has slightly improved him. Yeah. Just don't run at him one on one. Next, Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, Newcastle. Uh, they came thirteenth. I've already told you that. Um, I've given them a B minus, uh, and I've also already told you that that club has been through it all. Um, no, oh, oh, threatening ownership changes. I mean, they've got Mike Ashley, so there's there's a ceiling at the minute with that club. Um, but overall, looking at their squad at the start of this season, I thought they'd be relegation candidates. But fair enough, they've they've done very well. Um, the signings are questionable. Uh, Sam Maximan's been very good. Um, and yeah, he's, he's he's a quality player. I won't lie. Uh, but it, uh, Joe Linton has has he's just awful. Um, he's really not very good. Um, awful. Go on. Do you, do you not do you not think Joe Linton's an awful footballer? I think Joe at Linton... Newcastle in his first season. Oh, okay. Right. So Joe Linton, that is terrible. You've just rephrased that completely. I'm Joe aware. Linton, this season has been terrible, but he doesn't fit Bruce's style of play. If he plays like if he if he plays in a system that suits his style, he's a great footballer. Okay. He was it was Hoffenheim he was that, wasn't it? Yeah, Hoffenheim. Yeah, and he was very good there. Um, and I reckon he will be a good striker for them at some point. It's just they need to work it out because he is a very good player. Um, but overall, he's he, he, he's had a terrible first season. Uh, but you get that with strikers sometimes. It's just when it's Newcastle and you're spending £40 million on a player, that's, leaving a, that's a large chunk of your budget. So they have to come in and have an impact if you're going to stay up. Um, yeah, I quite like Lascelles, actually. He's, he's a good player. Um, very good leader for them. Dubravka's been awesome this season. Uh, but they, they do leak goals, and that's their problem. Um, John Joe Shelby's had an underrated season. I'm not a massive fan of him as a player, but he's had quite an underrated season. Uh, but yeah, overall, I think, with the current state of the club, uh, 13th is a very good finish. Yeah, I've, I've given Newcastle a C. I think they've just kind of had the really average season. It's been, it's been a... Like, I thought... 
I thought they'd be around. I think I thought they'd be a bit lower, but no, thirteenth, fair play. Steve Bruce's first season in charge. All Newcastle fans have thought they'd get relegated mm. as soon as he was appointed, which is very harsh on him. But yeah, it's a solid first season with a lot to build on. To be honest, um, despite the fact they struggled for goals, they didn't actually have a very good defence. <laughs> so you might ask what was actually good about them, um, and that is St Maximin. Uh, St Maximin, despite. Not really getting that many goals or assists. We're just, oh, what a guy to watch. He's so much he's fun just, to watch, yeah. He, he's already a cult hero and he's been at the season. Um, just the way he, <laughs> Newcastle finally have a player that runs at players. They just can't believe it. They never said <laughs> they like it. They're an exciting player to watch at uh, the St. James's Park. Just, they, they haven't had that since, um, what was his name, from the goal movies. Um, <laughs> oh, Santiago Nunez or Nunez, yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, Joelington doesn't fit uh, Bruce's stars, as was said, uh, but, and was a waste of money because of that. But he's still a good player. Um, but yeah, um, pretty average season. If they can improve their defence and their attack, then they'll, they could build. But yeah, see for me. Yeah, uh, let, let's move on to Norwich. Uh, they finished rock bottom enough. Given them an F, they came into the league, and uh, they, I, I was quite excited about them because I watched a little bit of them in the championship, and they played some fairly good football. Uh, and I, I quite like the side of play. They had a, good, a lot of good young players coming through. I was quite excited to see how Todd Cantwell could do all that sort of thing. Buendia was brilliant all season, uh, but they finished bottom, and it wasn't even close to staying up, let alone nineteenth. I mean, they were they were way off, and they they're one of those teams that have come up and they've tried to play decent football. They've tried to play the same style as they did in the championship, and it just hasn't worked. Um, but good news for the big clubs is that they can sort of pick the bones of you know the Ben Godfrey's, Max Aaron's, Todd Cantwell's, every Buendia's of this world. Um, Timu Puki, who I haven't mentioned yet, but just he started off so well, and there was so much promise. I'm pre- he, he like met up with like the president of Finland, and he pretty much got a knighthood or something like that. Like he <laughs> he started off so well, um, but he just faded. And there's a reason that he was at Norwich. It was because he has these patches of form where he's really good, and then just falls off completely. But yeah, Buendia, brilliant player, uh, but I don't think Daniel Falk was the man to keep them up this year, and that proves to be the case because they were nowhere near staying up. If I'm honest. Yeah, I've given them an F. Um, as I said, Daniel Farker in charge. They tried to play attacking football with a championship level team, and uh, it didn't work. Um, they got embarrassed most weeks. Um, a few positives, though. Beat, did beat Man City 3 2, which was pretty mental, to be honest. Um, Emmy Buendia, as well, is a big positive. Um, he, he's just, he should play for a top six side. Fourth most chances created in, in the Prem, which is ridiculous thinking how many good creators there are in the Premier League. Um, he was a highlight, despite the fact that Daniel Falk dropped him because he didn't score enough goals. Um, yeah, but that, that's the reason Norwich got relegated, to be honest, Daniel Farker. He, um, if, if they keep with Farker, they'll never establish them as a Premier League team. I'm sorry, if anything, the blueprint is to look at Brighton have a manager like Chrissy Hewton come in, um, get them up playing good football, play defensive football just to keep them in the league and then bring in a new manager uh, when you've established yourself. Um, that should probably be the blueprint. And um, yeah, they just Daniel Farker is too uh, biased to his attacking, format, um, attacking style. And um, on a, another note, Grant Hanley is the worst player in the Premier League. <laughs> um, <laughs> So randomly, just drop in a slate of Grant Hanley. <laughs> yeah. 
Is that it? Just just the Grant yeah, Hanley's the worst Premier League. Yeah. yeah, he's he's definitely not Premier League standard, but half their team isn't Premier League standard, to be honest. Tim Carroll had a very underrated season. If it weren't for him, they'd have conceded double the amount of goals and would have had half the amount of points. Um but yeah, let's let's move on to Sheffield United. They finished ninth and I've given them an A plus. What a season. Loads of people thought Sheffield United go straight back down, myself included, and a lot of them had them rock bottom. Um, and uh, Chris Wilder's just gone like, no, it's, you're not, you're wrong. Uh, and they, they were changing for Europe the majority of the season. They were brilliant. Uh, there's no like individual standout players on this team. I mean, they've got, they've got a good centre-off pairing of O'Connell and Egan. Um, Dean Henderson was outstanding all season. Uh, and John Lundstrom's brilliant for them as well. But I mean, uh, they just as a team unit, they play so well. They had a bit of a cup run as well. I, I really like them, and they've massively overperformed. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see how they do next season, to be honest. Um, they're, they're, they're bringing Ramsdale, uh, so presumably that's Henderson's not coming back. And I like Ramsdale, although he did concede a lot of goals this season. But that's probably because his defence was pretty terrible. Um, but yeah, probably. overall, probably definitely. Yeah, uh, Bournemouth. <laughs> yeah, he had like no one in front of him other than Nathan Ake. Um, but yeah. No, it's not. We're not talking about Bournemouth, are we? Uh, but yeah, Sheffield United had a brilliant season to finish top half in your first season in the Premier League is outstanding. That achievement can't be underplayed. Uh, they faded a little bit at the end of the season, but it's kind of expected just because they they work, they're, they're such a hard working unit of a team. Uh, yeah, no A plus Sheffield United, brilliant season. Yeah, I've I've also given them an A plus. Um, Chris Wilder in charge. Who I'm sorry, Jurgen Klopp, mate. Your achievements are great. That he is the manager of the season. Chris Wilde is the manager of the season. He's got them ninth. I mean, I did predict them to come tenth actually. Um, no, I, I did. I said, I said they come rock bottom. I, I, I also quoted as saying they're not even trying, and it's going to be embarrassing. Uh, but um, yeah, everyone tipped them for relegation. Um, they almost got European football, and if they'd have got European football, even Europa League, that is an achievement on par with Leicester in the league. I'm sorry. But they literally have so many players that are championship players and they've just worked together and just, oh, they have been... Inc- it's this incredible story. Uh, just, just a team of, of written-off players that have come together to make a truly memorable season. And, um, yeah, A-plus for me, Sheffield United. Uh, yeah, let's move on to Southampton. Uh, they finished 11th uh, and I've given them a B-. minus. Um, the only reason uh, Southampton finished 11th this season is very impressive. The only reason it's not a B or a B plus is because they lost nine nil, right? <laughs> and you can't you can't completely just pretend it didn't happen. It happened. You got battered at home nine nil. Um, but other than losing nine nil, which I might have mentioned. Um, they Ralph Hasenhut, I think, is a brilliant manager, uh, and Southampton were great for sticking with him uh, through that period where they were on bad form anyway, and that terrible loss just compounded it further. Uh, Danny Ings has come back to the sort of form he showed earlier on in his career, and he's a brilliant player. Um, he, was he finished is third top scorer. He finished in the end. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Going second with Abamia. Going second with Abamia. Awesome player. Um, and yeah, no, his goals have pretty much propelled them up to 11th. Um, and if it, if it was a season where defensively they might have been a little bit better, because I'm still not convinced by really any of their centre halves, um, then they, they might they might be all right. Uh, and Danny Ings could propel them into the top half. But no, 11th uh, in a season where you lose 9 0 is very impressive. So yeah, B minus for Southampton. Yeah, I've given Southampton a B. Uh, Ralph Hasselhutl is a manager I rate very highly. I think he's top top five, possibly, managers in the league. So to have him at Southampton is just an incredible achievement. Um, 
But yes, started the season quite terribly. Uh, they did lose 9-0. Um, but then after, I'm not going to lie, the 9-0 completely changed their season. After that, they just he switched back to his 4-2-2-2 um, system, which he knows he used at Leipzig. And um, it just suited his team. And they just started playing so much better. Um, defensively, they did struggle to find a centre-back partnership. Um, because they're all their centre backs are pretty mess. Stevens had bright sparks, but the rest, like the uh, rest of them, aren't great. Um, James Will Prowse actually, I thought had a very underrated season. He 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 just did so. He did so much in midfield, and people still think he's just a good corner and free kick taker. When he's not, he's so much more than that. And I think he's in with an outside chance who plays like that again for the England squad and should definitely be considered. And uh, along with him, Danny Ings, um, what a season, 22 goals, one off Jamie Vardy, crazy season, Uh, another player that should definitely be considered for the England squad. And yeah, it's quite a terrible start, a brilliant finish, and it's a beat for Southampton. Yeah, you touched on it there, James Ward-Prowse, there was a satire the other day that he's the only player in the Premier League to have played every single minute. Uh, which is just unbelievable. His work rate, his engine, he's, he's not just a free kicker and corner taker, as you say. He's a brilliant player. Just signed a new contract for them. He's been there since he was eight. I mean, he's literally been at the club for like 20 years, which is mental. Um, but yeah, no, uh, he's, yeah, he's a brilliant player. And there's certainly some potential there. They just need to sort out this in our pairing. Um, but yeah, let's, let's move on to, to Spurs. They finished sixth. And I've... <sighs> going to get a bit of hate for this. I've given them a D. Um, they've got Europa League football and they've celebrated like they won the World Cup. Uh, and I'm going to, okay, other than that comment there, I'm going to try and take some bias out of it. They've got rid of Pochettino and under Pochettino, they play some brilliant football and it's just adapting to having Mourinho as your manager because it mentally that's going to take some adapting for them because uh, he will grind out results and he will probably get European football each year and he might give you a cup run. But it's, do you want to put yourself through the pain of watching Mourinho ball? And personally, it, I can't really put myself in the shoes, but if, I, if I'm a Spurs fan, I'm not sure I want that. I know a lot of Spurs fans like him. And a lot, he's quite obviously, he's a very divisive figure. He always has been. Um, but overall, uh, I mean, when Harry Kane's injured, they, they, they just don't really have an awful lot in terms of goal threat. Uh, Human Son's had a good season. Uh, but overall, I think, I don't know, sixth for a team that last season got to the Champions League final. Uh, no silverware again. I mean, I don't, I don't want to slate them too much, but it's, they, they can certainly kick on. New stadium, that's good. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, I'm, <laughs> I've given them a D. Yeah, I've, I've given them a D plus, slightly more positive. I mean, um, yeah, they spent a lot of money in the transfer window and none of them were play. I don't think any of them were poch- players Pochettino wanted. Um, so he then had to fit all these new signings into his style of play, and they just didn't click. Unfortunately, started the season poorly. Mourinho, despite a slow start, actually did turn them around, and they were, despite like people can criticise style of football, they were one of the form teams towards the end yeah, of the season. Right. Mm-hmm. He did, he did very well, and to, the fact he got them a European spot that wasn't even on the cards at points of the season. So, fair play to him to get a European spot. I know he's quite divisive, but if I was a Spurs fan, I'd stick with him just because Spurs haven't won anything in ages. And Mourinho, despite how boring it might be, might actually win them something. There's actually hope for it. So, uh, keep going under him. Jimin Son was their best player of the season, as you said. 11 goals, 10 assists. Uh, Kane, uh, a bit injury-prone. 
which is kind kind of worrying for Spurs. But yeah, a better season than you think, but down to sixth from fourth still isn't great. So I've given them a, a D plus. Yep. Uh, let's move on to Watford, and they finished nineteenth. And Sam, I haven't told you this, but I've given out my first U. <laughs> Watford. Have got, what, what was that reaction? Um, Watford. Watford oh, have got. Watford. Um, I've given them a U. Uh, they are. I know you want to have a bit of a rant, so I won't. I won't hog it for too long. But the state that their club is in, I mean, it is just. It's ran into the ground. Um, and going back down to the championship after splashing out on forty million for his Asar is brilliant. Uh, their only positive they could take from the season was that they did beat Liverpool. That's literally the only positive I can think of. That that's pretty they didn't much come it. Oh, they didn't come bottom. If that's a positive, then you know it's been a bad season. Um, but yeah, I've given them a U. They were they were just tragically awful. Uh, and for a club like Watford to be going down, who have actually become an established Premier League side in recent years, is disgustingly bad. So yeah, I'll, I'll leave that there. You go, mate. Yeah, I've given I've given Watford an F. Um, I was oh, I was so tempted to give them the U because they oh, really annoy me. Come join me on a U. Come on, they did come bottom. It was a U, but they came 19th, which is and they were a bit better than Norwich. But yeah, three managers they've seen there, Javi Gracia, Kike, Sanchez Flores and Nigel Pearson and Hayden Mullins for the last two games. Uh, none, of their, none of their managers got enough time to turn it around, really. Um, it was a woeful season with uh, the only good moment, as you said, beating Liverpool 3-0, which is quite mad. Bear in mind I've had a season there. Bear in mind Liverpool were unbeaten and were going for an unbeaten season. Uh, but yeah, sacking a Pearson is an utter disgrace. Why would you sack a manager with two games left thinking that Hayden Mullins, who hasn't managed a team in his life, is going to do a best... Oh, it's actually delusional. Like, their board are delusional. They've just appointed some other foreign lad. Just, oh, what is their... Oh, they are... Oh. Um, <laughs> they, they are dumb. Um, yeah, their their key players didn't step up. Um, Deeney was their best player, which kind of shows how bad they've been. Oh, he actually had a half decent season, ten goals, two assists at thirty-two years old. Even though he's probably very much past the Premier League and probably should be playing the Championship, but he will be next season. Exactly. So I'm um, lucky, lucky him. But yeah, Watford are a disgrace. Well, yeah, Watford are a disgrace. Their board are a disgrace. They're lucky they didn't come. Awesome. Nigel Pearson, I'm sorry, mate, that you had to go through that. And um, yeah, that's an F for Watford. Oh. Yeah, no, I completely agree with everything you're saying, to be honest. They, their ownership is just holding them back in every way, shape or form. Uh, it's, it's this rashness with changing managers if they don't make an instant impact. And the worst thing was Nigel Pearson... Not- Sorry, my dog's going absolutely berserk. Um, Nigel Pearson did instantly turn it around and still got sacked. Shut up! Um, but yeah... <laughs> <laughs> it's the car crash. Um, yeah, like Watford season. There we go. Because uh, yeah, no, they were awful. They shouldn't have got. They shouldn't have got relegated once they appointed Pearson. They were. All, they were all on their way out of the relegation zone, and then they were just like, yeah, put in Hayden Mullins. Um, but yeah, anyway, last two teams. Uh, West Ham, sixteenth. I've given them an E minus. Right, West Ham fans. At the start of every season, you know, they've gone. They've come into the London Stadium, and there's so much promise there, and they just disappoint everyone every season. 
and they invest heavily as well. Haller, I think, gets an unfair rep. He's a brilliant striker and he didn't have an awful season, um, but he just wasn't getting the service that he needed. Felipe Anderson's completely fallen off a cliff. I have absolutely no idea what's happened to that man. Uh, Declan Rice put in a brilliant season. Um, they had their, Lucas Fabianski started off the season pretty well, got injured and just hasn't really bounced back to his normal standards, which is kind of annoying. Um, but overall, uh, Bree and Suchek kind of saved them, to be honest. Um, and Mo- Moise, Moise, has done a, Moise has done an okay job there. Uh, is he the man to lead them to the, to the, to the promised land of Europe, as they, as they keep saying they're going to get a European spot every time they spend like $100 million in the summer? They're not going to. Um, <laughs> it sounds like I'm slating them, because I am. They, they were so close to getting relegated. If West Ham had got relegated, that would have been a U as well, obviously. Uh, but they got an E-, minus. they came 16th, they just about survived. Uh, if they keep Rice, they're all right. If they sell Rice, they're all right. If they replace them, okay. Uh, it's just what what they do with that money in the end. Uh, but yeah, overall E minus. Yeah, I've given them an E plus. Um, Pellegrini in charge of the start of the season, uh, replaced by Moyes. The signings under Pellegrini uh, were all flops. Um, Salah um, is a great player, but hasn't performed that well. Um, Roberto, the less said about him, the better. Um, and Pablo Fornells was seen as one of the best prospects in Spain and is now seen as a bottom-half terrible player. Um, but then the signings under Moyes were actually quite good. Jared Bowen, I thought, improved them a lot, and Thomas Suchet definitely did, uh, adding goals from midfield, a bit like Fellaini. Um But yeah, a very disappointing season considering the money they spent. Um, but David Moyes, he... He kept them up, and he's done. He's coming and kept them up again. They need to give him a chance. Honestly, David Moyes, listen, is he's a good manager, all right? He is a good manager. He got an un, he should have been given more time at United. Whoever was coming in was never going to bring them into Europe, like Champions League again or Challenge. He should have been given more time. Let's pretend he never went to Sunderland. His time, his, he was amazing at Everton. You can't go that long at Everton without being a good manager. And he he was great in his first spell at West Ham, keeping them up. They, he's like he's like Sam Allardyce. Just stop bringing them in for to keep you up and then binning them. It's so disrespectful. Give him a chance. And uh, yeah, West Ham. I'm going to give an E plus. Good stuff. Yeah, no, poor season overall, if I'm honest. Uh, we didn't even touch on Antonio, who was their best player all season, other than maybe he, Declan Rice. He's... He, to be fair, him, him, his form coincided with West Ham staying up. Yeah. Him and Stinkett. Because he's not even the most talented player. He's got such a work rate. It's unbelievable. And he, he, he's, yeah, I, I really like him. Uh, I felt like we had to touch him at the end because talking about West Ham season and not talking about him might have been slightly criminal. Um, but yeah, let's, let's move on to the last team. Um, of this Premier League review, uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers, and they came seventh. Uh, and I'm giving them a B. Uh, the job that Nuno Espirito Santo has done with that club, admittedly, he has got the backing of basically the whole of Portugal, but he's a brilliant manager and has done an outstanding job with them. Uh, Adama Traore has had an unbelievably good breakthrough season. Jimenez is just an awesome strike. I mean, the value of 90 million seems a little bit over the top for a 29-year-old, but he's, he's a very good striker, scores a load of goals, and he's, 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 
he's one of the few proper number nines in the league, I'd say. I, I really like him. Um, but overall, yeah, no, they've had a good season. No, it's, it's disappointing that they won't be back in Europe, to be honest. They had a br- they've had the longest season out of anyone in Europe, to the point where their seasons have overlapped. It's, it's yeah, they've, I feel sorry for them because they had to come in through the qualifiers, so their season started really early, and they're, they're finally getting a break. Uh, but yeah, overall, Wolves B for finishing seventh. Very good job. Yeah, I've, I've, I've given uh, Wolves a B plus, to be fair. I mean, as you said, backed by um, uh, the whole of Portugal and um, <laughs> a Super 8 agent who is definitely dodgy dealing in some way. But um, yeah, um, Nuno Espirito Santo has done a brilliant job again. Um, they came seventh like the last season. They were unlucky to miss out on European football. I actually think it's quite selfish of Arsenal. Uh, not to lose that and um, give Wolves European football after the season they had, and it was quite weird because bear in mind the amount of amount of games they've played, their their team pretty much stayed the same throughout of them. All the the main um, players in that team, they didn't really rotate that much, which is quite surprising. But yeah, um, Jimenez was brilliant, seventeen goals, and uh, Adama Traore four goals, nine assists, and he tore Man City apart where they played them. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's been a good season for Wolves, and um, I could see him probably coming like seventh again next season. <laughs> but yeah, now fair play to Wolves, um, and yeah, B plus. Yeah, Wolves certainly deserve European football more than we did. I, I won't lie, we don't deserve European football, but we've got it, so that's fun. Uh, but anyway, look, that is our Premier League season review done. This one's probably been a bit longer than the other ones, just because we've had more freedom to rant about it, because we started ranting about the La Liga and Bundesliga, and not many people would care. Um, so ranting about the Premier League at least divides opinion with a lot of people that listen. So thank you very much for listening. Well done on getting to the end. Uh, and yeah, no, it's, it's, been, it's been a Premier League season, a historic Premier League season, I'd say. Uh, for all number of reasons but um yeah no league starting up again in less than a month which is just ridiculous so uh i mean we should probably do a preview and predict predict premier league and people can laugh at how badly we uh how badly we, yeah mate it's not gonna be good predictions for you um, <laughs> <laughs> i'm We're just gonna warn you now joining gerald pk it doesn't matter mate <laughs> and on that note uh thank you very much for listening and goodbye thanks guys